Welcome to the Far Side of Leadership podcast, where you can have fun, and if you're lucky, learn something about leadership. And now, Terry Farr, your host. Welcome to the Far Side of Leadership. If this is your first experience, hopefully it's a good one. If it's a repeat, I hope it's a, even a better experience. Appreciate you listening. Hopefully every once in a while I'll come up with something of value. The main thing that I really want to do is make you think. You don't have to think like I do. Probably <laughs> you might get in trouble if you think the way I do. I don't know. I'm not trying to get you on every single page that I'm on, but I do want you to think because when you think, you might just take some action. So my question today is, are you prepared for 2023? I mean, I I tell you what, folks, I, I don't know about y'all. I'm sure it has nothing to do with my age. But 2022 was the fastest year I've ever seen. And I'm going to go way out on a limb and say I got a prediction about 2023. I think it's going to be faster. What is it? Is it because, thank goodness, we're getting older every day? I thought about it the other day, and I forgot about what I thought about the other day that was the answer to the question. But maybe by the time I get through this, I'll think about why is time going by so quick. But are you prepared? Are you ready for 2023? Was 2022 the best year you ever had? Hey, I hope it was. But you know what? Maybe 2023 will even be better. Now, I'm not talking about one particular area. You know, you might be thinking that I'm thinking, gee, you're making more money in 2023. I don't care how much money you make. So don't don't worry about what other people think because they, they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. I mean, we do need to make enough money to do all the things that we want to do. So money is important, but we can't put money on some pedestal and say, oh, Making more money means I'm successful. No, it doesn't mean that. It means you make more money. But I think that we do need to think about some areas for 2023 and just see, hey, do we need to make some adjustments? Do we need to tweak an area? Do we need to make some changes? Some people don't like the word change, especially at work. Some people think, oh, here's another change. We're using new software. We're using new hardware. You know, we got a new guideline, new regulation. Oh, my goodness. It's it's not really that bad, is it? I mean, come on. I mean... When you wake up on Monday morning, are you excited to get out of bed and go to work? Making one assumption, you're going to work. 
Hey, and if you're retired, are you excited Monday morning when you wake up and say, hallelujah, I'm retired? Now, those people that are working may think, oh, my gosh, I guess the retired person is happy. Well, you might want to guess again. I tell people all the time when they talk about wanting to retire, I tell them there's two things. Do you have enough income? Will you have enough income? And are you going to have something that's going to keep you busy? Are you going to be busy? Because if you don't have enough income and you're not going to be busy, you're going to be wishing you'd never quit your job if you had a job. So I'm going to sort of bounce around a little bit, obviously, since I've already bounced around a good bit here. But are you prepared for 2023? I mean, there's rumors going around. We just might be going into a recession. We might have been in a recession. What's the definition of a recession? To you, what is the definition of a recession? And I don't mean the GNP, you know, definition. What's a recession to you? Here's what a recession, because think about it. There's a difference between recession and inflation. For example, my wife is a retired school teacher. Once she became a school teacher, which was right out of college, well, let me just stop. My wife has never lost a job, never, ever lost a job, which means income was steady for the last how many ever years that's been. She's never lost a job. I bet you if I asked her had she ever seen a recession or knew that we went through a recession since she's been alive, she would probably go, no, I don't think so. Now, if you have ever lost your job and then all of a sudden couldn't find another job, you might realize we're in a recession. And the difference between a recession and a depression is when you and your spouse, partner, whatever, I'm, I'm going to say spouse, if you and your spouse are both employed today and tomorrow you both wake up and you are both unemployed, that's the difference between a recession and a depression. It's a recession when you lose your job. It's a depression when you and your spouse loses jobs at the same time. I have personally experienced both of those. I've been through because I've been in either lending, banking, mortgage banking, real estate since 1972. That makes me old. That's 50 years. I haven't counted. I pulled it up the other day, but I didn't look to see how many recessions by definition that we've been through. But we've been through a bunch of recessions. Now, I My wife can tell you that we have gone through inflation in the last, oh, let's just say, year, okay? Because she is the one that does the grocery shopping. 
she knows when she goes to the grocery store, not to mention names, but when she goes to the grocery store now, she goes something to the effect of, man, you know, used to when I'd spend X, I got so many bags of grocery, groceries. Now when I spend that same X, I'm getting less groceries. Obviously, that's inflation. So she knows what inflation's about. But let's think about it for a minute. You know, you've got your fixed expenses. You may have a fixed income, too. You know, I used to hear older people, now I qualify for that, but I used to hear older people say they were on a fixed income. Well, most jobs are fixed income. Even if you get paid a bonus, a bonus is, is not something that's guaranteed, is it? So most employees are on a fixed income. Then we have fixed expenses, and then we have some variable expenses. You're going to get an electric bill every month, but it might be more in the, in August in the great state of Mississippi, or it might be real high in Minnesota in January. But we we can... We can't control inflation. So when inflation is higher than it's been in the last 40 years, give or take, then what that means is your dollar's not going as far as it used to, is it? So if all of a sudden you've got two, three kids living at the house and they're playing sports and you like to go out to eat, and you like to do nice things and buy nice things. If your income isn't keeping up with inflation, which it isn't, more than likely, then you're going to feel the pinch. You're you're going to be going, when do we get paid again? Oh, thank goodness it's Friday. Oh, be careful not to spend too much money when you go to the grocery store. You know, I get paid Friday. Y'all never have those conversations, do you? So are you prepared that 2023, we may, again, go through more inflation? Sometimes I don't like to watch the news, and sometimes I don't like to read some of the stuff that I read just because, as a buddy of mine says, that they want to scare you. Well, they do. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you watch the news or read some media it's it's pretty much going to scare you. But I was reading something the other day about, okay, well, cattle prices are going to go up. So the cost of beef is going to go up. The cost of lettuce is going to go up. The cost of this is going to go up. Well, you know that because you've been going to the grocery store, been going out to eat. You know, and when you used to eat, go out to eat and eat for $6, it's probably closer to 16 now by the time you tip. So if you're feeling the crunch, feeling the squeeze, and maybe not able to save, invest, or give away as much as you like to, then guess what? Change is in the air. Maybe you have to make an adjustment. Maybe instead of going out to eat five times a week, you go out to eat four times. Or go out to eat three times. Or maybe bring lunch 
to work. Hey, maybe you fast once in a while. I'm not recommending or not recommending that you fast for the right reasons. But anyway, so how are things going? 2023, if you look, would you be happy if, let, let's just say you owe X dollars today. In, in fact, I'm, this could be some homework for you. Write down, now if you don't like math, you don't like spreadsheets, you don't like stuff like that, you're not going to do this. Probably not going to do it anyway. But I double-dog dare you to do this. Write down everybody you owe. Okay, you got a car payment. Oh, you got a truck payment. You got a house payment. You got a this payment. You got a that payment. You got student loan payments. Oh, you thought Biden was going to help you out. Too bad, so sad. Don't know that he's going to bail you out. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Don't want to get in politics. But write down everybody that you owe right now. Okay? And then write down the balances. So in other words, you got about three columns here. What's your monthly payment? How much do you owe them totally? Who do you owe? So let's just say you owe Toyota financial $500 a month and you owe $33,000 on uh, a vehicle. Okay? Write down that stuff. Write down maybe, yeah, go ahead. Write down the minimum monthly payments on all those credit cards that you've got. If you have any, okay, take a look at that. It's now with the recording right now. It's middle, basically the middle of December, 2022. Would you be happy the middle of December, 2023, if those numbers were the same? Now it's the monthly payments that, you know, they're not going to necessarily change, but if you owe, $30,000, $30,000, I don't remember my example a while ago, $30,000 on Toyota. Well, at the end of next year, you're not going to owe $30,000, are you? So that's a pattern. That's a, hey, yippee. But here's the deal. What about those credit cards? Now, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I think I've said before I should write a book on this. I should write two or three books on being in and out of debt. But if you've got unsecured debt, okay, what do you owe? In other words, what was the purpose of that unsecured debt? You went to Disney, hot dog, Disneyland, Disney World, whatever it's called. Cost you $4,000. You put that on a credit card. A year ago, you owe $4,000. Today, you owe $4,000. Wow. Okay. I'll get off of this. But take a look at your finances. Where do you want them to be? This is this is my real topic here. Let's set some goals for 2023. Let's just say you owe Visa $8,000. Now, some of y'all are going, oh, my God, eight. I'm glad I don't owe eight. And some of y'all are going, boy, I wish that's all I did owe. The average is probably different from eight. Don't know. Check it out. See what the average is. But let's just say, and it doesn't matter because it's your debt. But how about getting focused on saying, hmm, I got 
MasterCard and I got a Visa. Oh, X on this, X on that. Take that one you owe the least amount to and start jumping on that puppy. Pay it, pay it, pay that credit card as much as you possibly can. Pay minimum on the other one. Just start jumping on it. Get it paid off. I'm not saying you got to cancel the credit card. That isn't what this is about. But wouldn't it be nice if you owed $8,000 in credit card debt that next year you owed zero? So that might be your goal to get your credit card debt paid off 2023. Saying that is the first step. Well, maybe the first step is <laughs> I got a problem. I owe $8,000 in credit card debt. My goal is I don't want to owe $8,000. I want to buy December 2023. I want that to be zero. Okay. So what does that mean you're going to have to pay per month? In other words, you got to have a plan of action. And then guess what? Probably be a great idea not to charge on the credit card anymore, right? And then just focus on... 8000 divided by 12 is X dollars, and I've got to give that much plus interest. Or at the end of the year, I, I, I will have reduced it almost to nothing, but I'm going to still owe some interest. But have a goal and then have a plan. What other areas do you need to work on? Hey, we could talk about them. I want you to figure that out. But, but the real question is, are you prepared for 2023? If you have two incomes in your family right now and lost one of them, would that have an impact on the next few months if that person that lost their job doesn't get a job real quick? In most cases, the answer is yes, it'd have a very negative impact. What if both of you lost your job? How long would it be before you're in deep trouble? Now, I'm not trying to scare you, and I'm, and, and I'm telling you this. Whether we have a recession, depression, the worst thing ever happened since whatever in 2023, I'm not participating. I'm not going to be negative about anything. But here, I think, is another underlying key. Let's say you and or your spouse have jobs. And that you don't want to lose your job, do you? Okay. Well, so that you don't... Because here's, here's what can happen in recessions and inflationary times. Businesses get to hurting. They don't always tell you, hey, folks, you know, they don't necessarily want to pass down to their employees, we're hurting. But there's a lot of businesses out there that, well, there's been a lot of big businesses to let go thousands of people. Now, it could be the best thing that ever happened to those people, but normally that takes a little while to figure out. When you can't eat, it's not the best thing that ever happened to you. But here's what I'm saying. Let's just say you work for a company, there's 12 people in your business. And labor cost is your highest cost, okay, of, of running a business. So if all of a sudden, you know, the boss man, the owner, the whoever, 
says, man, I've cut expenses as much as I can. You know, I, I just don't know where else to cut. Guess what's next? An employee. Okay? An employee. Now, who is going to be let go? It's the one, the weak, weakest link, the one that's not as important, if you will. Now, my opinion is we all are important. But when it gets time to having to cut labor, somebody is not going to be as important as somebody else. So you want to be a valuable employee. You want to be a high performer. You want to be in a position where if they got to let somebody go, it ain't you. So I think one thing we all need to focus on in 2023, if we focus probably on one thing only, it would be to be the best that you can be in 23. Hey, I just said that sounds pretty good. I'm going to write that down. Be the best that you can be in 23. Now, that means as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a, you know, blah, 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 as an employee, as a friend, as a giver, you know. I'd rather be known as a giver and be, I don't want to say broke. That's like I told somebody the other day. You know, I don't need anything. I got everything I need. Do I have some things that I want? Sure. But I ain't got to have them. But let's work together. Think about all this. And let's be the best that we can be in 23. Good luck with that. And make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Far Side of Leadership podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today. Feel free to share with anyone you think may enjoy the podcast. For more information, visit terryfar.com.